This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. There's a new effort in Congress to keep big landlords from owning single-family homes. Democrats in the Senate and House introduced legislation that would ban hedge funds from owning rental homes and force them to sell off what they have over 10 years. But that bill and a second one both appear to target any large real estate investor, not just hedge funds. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The legislation is called the End of Hedge Fund Control of American Homes Act of 2023. It was introduced by Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon and by Representative Adam Smith of Washington. If passed, hedge funds would be unable to purchase any more single-family rentals and would have to sell at least 10% of what they own per year to American families. That would create a 10-year phase-out of hedge fund ownership, after which they'd be completely banned from owning them. As reported by Fast Company, the legislation doesn't just refer to hedge funds, but to real estate investment trusts or REITs, as well as corporations that own single-family rentals. If that's the case, then many of the build-to-rent projects would come to a screeching halt, because they are often funded by large institutional investors. And what we actually need is more supply, not less. That's what will bring prices down, not the banning of corporate ownership of rentals, which actually accounts for a very small percentage of rental homes. Figures from the Department of Housing and Urban Development show that institutions accounted for just 3% of nationwide rental ownership in 2021. When you add in all the mom-and-pop investors, CoreLogic says the number jumps to 26% in June of this year. So most single-family rentals are owned by small investors. Housing economist Kevin Erdman says the passage of this bill would be a travesty. He's the author of Shout Out, How a Housing Shortage Caused the Great Recession and Crippled Our Economy. And he also wrote Building from the Ground Up, Reclaiming the American Housing Boom. He told Fast Company, quote, As a result of the regulatory tightening after 2008, we need millions of new homes and this new bill would force builders to sell them piecemeal, a few at a time. If this passes, I cannot fathom a functional source of new housing that could stop the bleeding in American rent inflation, unquote. I also just interviewed the CEO of a company that owns more than 5,200 single-family rentals on my other podcast, The Real Wealth Show. Richard Ross of Quinn Residences says the legislation represents a distorted view of the housing situation. He reiterated the 3% figure for corporate ownership and said that most landlords in this country are small mom-and-pop type investors with fewer than 10 properties. He also says the majority of his tenants have no plans to buy a home. He told me, quote, About a third of our residents rent from us because they can't afford a home, but that leaves two-thirds of our residents who aren't in the market to buy a home and are renters by choice. The legislation was introduced about three weeks after a New York Times story about the corporate investors in Charlotte, North Carolina last year. The article says that 17% of homes sold went to big landlords in that one city. Although institutional ownership of single-family rentals in Charlotte is currently about 20%, that data does not represent the entire nation. But Senator Merkley seems to interpret it as such, saying, quote, you have created a situation where ordinary Americans aren't bidding against families, they're bidding against the billionaires of America for these homes, and it's driving up rents and driving up home prices, unquote. There's also another bill in the House that would charge landlords with more than 75 rental homes 
an annual fee of $10,000 per home. That money would go into a housing trust fund for families that need help with a down payment. The two bills could represent political posturing during an election year, but it's a seriously wrong-headed approach to a housing affordability crisis. Business Insider writes, quote, The bill is unlikely to pass in a divided Congress, but lawmakers have insisted the conversation needs to be started, unquote. Here's my opinion on the matter. As with everything, the real issue is supply and demand. If there were far too many homes on the market with no buyers, people would be rejoicing if hedge funds came in to buy. That's just not the situation today. More supply is needed. The other issue is interest rates. Rates are high today to fight inflation, which came as a direct result of too much financial stimulus by the government. Wall Street didn't do that. And when interest rates are high, the cost to rent is as much as 45% cheaper than the cost to buy. If hedge funds weren't buying properties and providing rental properties, most of those renters would not be able to live there if they had to buy. This is not a hedge fund issue, but an interest rate issue. So one solution is, I do think there should be some way for homebuyers to get first dibs on property. Some sort of scenario where hedge funds have to wait 60 or 90 days to buy a property, giving homeowners a chance to get their financing in place first. Another option might be charging investors higher property taxes or extra fees for doing business in the area. But in that case, the cost would probably be passed on to the renter, so that's not the best option. But banning investors from providing needed rental housing and building needed rental housing is probably not the answer. Creating more supply and cutting spending so that inflation and rates can come down is a better solution, but not generally one that politicians like. You'll find links to the three articles I mentioned in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. The Real Wealth Show interview with Richard Ross can be found on YouTube and our podcast platforms. And if you want to build your own individual portfolio of rental homes, you can sign up as a Real Wealth member. It's free to join. And when you do, you'll get access to all of our housing market data, hundreds of free webinars, and a long list of recommended real estate professionals that we can refer you to that have come highly recommended by our over 70,000 members. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.